And how you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. We're doing something a little different today. Arlie Davidson just came out with their presentation for the 2022 Sportster. And I thought I'd take some of that clip and give some of my viewpoints on it. Now, I know I am the Evo generation. Me, personally, I think that's the best engine they ever made, but that is my personal opinion. Well, you know, guys that came from the shovelhead generation, panhead, knucklehead, uh, the big twin, Milwaukee 8, they think that's the best engine ever made. Well, the Revolution is really knocking it out of the park as far as the Pan America, and now you got the Sporty. Personally, I love Sporties. I had many, many Sporties over the years. And this thing just looks like a hybrid. It looks like a Sportster had sex with a freaking V-Rod to me. But hey, that's my personal opinion. The younger guys might dig this stuff. So let's go through this uh, presentation real quick. And I'll give you some of my thoughts. Uh, review. Let me know what you guys think. Let's get it. Our train with a, a brand new displacement. So 975 cc's, variable valve timing, a downdraft air intake system that really helps this engine deliver torque, deliver power. Seeing it finally come together is pretty exciting. There's nothing. Now, they did say that they will start making these revolutions from, I believe, 500 cc and up the 1200 cc's they're gonna have to if they want to make a mark well let me back up i guess i would have to say what demographic are you trying to get yes we know that you're trying to get the young crowd but are you going after urban because a cc motor like that that's small you have to be going after urban because Taking something like this on the highway and just going cross country, yeah, you can do it. But you're for this thing to want to keep up with a big, you know, a big twin, you know, big boy, you know, the street glides and all that type of stuff. It's gonna be whining the whole way. So I'm thinking it has to be an urban deal. I really am. Thing on this bike that doesn't need to be there. The soul of this motorcycle is you know, gritty and rebel and raw. And so that's where we get some of these cast looking finishes and really pull some of the surfaces forward and backwards. And that's how we play with your eye and give it visual interest. Personally, yeah, they took the idea from the V-Rod and just updated it. Now it's a, it's a nice looking engine, man. And they're totally right that you're going to build a bike around the engine. This case, it's wicked weird. And you'll hear coming up where they put the fuel tank under the seat, and it's like, well, what the hell are you doing? Really? But as you just see, the ones doing this are the younger generations on the right, you just tell, by the way, look at it, you got a beanie on and stuff like that. Hey, 
whatever, more t power to you, whatever you like doing. Evolution Max is a really interesting combination of all that technology, all that performance, the power of the torque, but at the same time, it's got all... And there's the big word. I was laughing the other day because Harley Davidson was forced to put out a recall because of a brake label falling off. Yes, because of a sticker. All that money that Harley Davidson has to put out for that recall, which, hey, by the way, it might sound funny to us, but it's a good business decision because you get them in there. Next thing you know, they're spending an hour or two in there while the mechanics are in the back laughing at you, and you're spending hundreds of dollars on the accessories. Technology is key now, and that is something that Harley-Davidson has really fallen behind on compared to all the Japs and all the European like BMW and stuff. Technology has never been their strong suit. All the craftsmanship that comes along with being built at Pilgrim Road here in Milwaukee. The weight of the new Nightster is 485 pounds. You know, that's nearly an 80 pound reduction over Sportsters of today. Pull it up off the kickstand, you'll feel how light this is. And as you ride down the road, the handling that comes with it, those two come together and they really make for a rocket ship of a motorcycle once you throw your leg over this. And I think that's what they're going for right now. Because let's be honest, the younger generation now, they love rockets. They love speed. And I think Harley Davidson going after that demographic they got to start doing something to keep up with them. May, you know, if they did the V-Rod now instead of early 2000s, you would have seen a success with that motorcycle. And I think that's what they're learning as far as the engine design for this bike and Pan America's, that you got to go back to something that would have worked in 2003 or whatever it is with the V-Rod because now those are hot bikes. Younger guys love them bikes. But taking off 80 pounds, that's a huge freaking deal right there. That's hard as hell to get 80 pounds off the bike, man. It really is. One of the biggest challenges with Nightster was trying to cram this like beast of an engine and fitting that into something that's recognizably Sportster that has that iconic silhouette that millions of people around the world are familiar with and know and love. Probably one of the biggest points of tension in the project is how do you solve that combination of fuel, air volume, running into that proportion and silhouette that people expect. And in the end, the dual outboard shocks and the architecture of the motorcycle allowed a really radical solution to put the fuel underneath the seat. There it is, fuel underneath the seat. When I first heard that, I was like, what? What are you talking about? You got a gas tank sitting right there. But hey, let them talk. And that frees up the area that would traditionally be the fuel tank up here to become only airbox and it allowed us to get this into the size of the old sportster fuel tank yeah, there are other uh, benefits that we get from that too when we move the fuel tank under underneath the seat here 
center of gravity of the bike stays low, which actually helps to make this bike feel even lighter and more maneuverable. We've increased the lean angle by three to five degrees on each side of the bike compared to sportsters of today. Talk about technology. That right there is amazing technology. And when they're talking about the leans and stuff, especially in the urban setting, I loved Sportsters in Chicago because you were able to weave in and out, not having to worry about nothing. And those who like lane splitting, even though it's illegal here, yeah, the sporty was the way to go when it came to lane splitting. This technology is amazing. Can you imagine what they're going to have in like 30, 40 years? Uh, we have three ride modes, rain, road, and sport, especially riding this bike in sport mode. Yes, you heard it. They have three different modes of riding this bike. This bike is fast. You can run it all the way out to over 9,000 RPM, and it just keeps pulling and pulling and pulling the whole way. Almost feels like you have two different types of engine, right? Like if you're used to riding Harley Davidsons, like the low end up five, six thousand RPM might feel a little bit familiar to you. But on top of that, you've got like this whole other rev range and this whole other character that really brings brings the horsepower, brings the speed and the exhilaration to this bike. So when we design a motorcycle, we're always making sure that the choices that we make enable. One thing they didn't say: Do you just click a button to get into each mode that it has? They didn't say nothing. And is this only available on the Sportsters models, this technology, or is it for all the lineup? We'll customization and they allow riders and builders to make these bikes their own kind of instruments of expression. One small example of that on Nightster is that we're using a separate riser system and that you could put tall risers on there, you could put a differently shaped handlebar on there. But the choices that we've made in the design in that particular area, they're not precluding any style of motorcycle. You can build it with clip-ons, you can build it with a T-bar, you can build it with A-pangers. Just really flexible. So they're really, what they're doing is saying, well, wait a second, we got to figure out another way to get people to come and spend money on the upgrades. That's one thing I didn't like about Dyna. You can hardly find any damn pipes for Dyna that ain't over a thousand dollars for the low rider i got it's freaking insane and then when you want to build up the engine and stuff it's basically well if you don't use our stuff you void your warranty that you paid insanity so harley's bringing this all together and you can see that's what they're up to well Hundreds of people at Harley-Davidson have put their daytimes and their nighttimes and their weekends and their holidays into making this bike what it is here today. And so we're excited to be able to showcase that effort and uh, send it off into the world. I just think the pipes, it does have a sleek look to it. It does have a lot of technology to it. But I don't think it's something that I would personally ride because, again, you know, I'm pushing 50 and stuff, and that's just not my style. But looking at the younger kids, this is exactly what they're probably looking for. World and see what riders do with it, see what builders do with it, see what kind of life it takes on beyond these walls. I want 
our company is run by emotion. And I think that's very unique. And I hope it goes on forever. Well, one thing I'm telling about Harley Davidson, he is right. It is about emotion. That's why they have such a loyal fan base. And I think for once, Harley Davidson's trying to get ahead of the curve. Because let's face it, for years and years, all it was was the same model, a couple different changes, and it was called the new freaking design. Now, they seem like they're finally getting it. They're trying to reach outside that box. And that's something that is going to propel them into the future. Because right now, the way the younger kids look, Harley Davidson's are bikes that your grandfather rides. They're killing it with the Pan America. And us older guys, like it or not, these designs, these sportsters, this technology might propel them way ahead of the competition now. Because they do have that brand identity. And the motorcycle models they're putting out now, like the Pan America, is taking every thing by storm. It really is. We cannot disagree on that. Now, personally, I think they made a failure when it came to the live wire, but we'll see how that pans out. But let me know in the comments section what you guys think of the new 2022 Sporty, the revolution, the type of technology that's on it. Would you ride it? Plain and simple. With that, I'll see you over on the other side.
ready? It's the first thing I switch off. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic. The top ready to rumble. WMMR DB Rockford. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no what? That implant they are selling for three hundred dollars. So they say three hundred. It is now. All you have to do is look at revelation. 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 Well, you know, I have to sound kind of funny. Revelations. That's the market of beast, baby. Mm-hmm. Market of beast. I truly believe that. It's sad. Tell them what we're talking about. Well, we are talking about microchip implants in humans. Hmm. It is the size of a grain of rice, and they will be inserting it in the webbing between your thumb and your first finger. Which they're claiming it's basically how you can do, you know, like instead of carrying your debit cards or whatever with you, you know, the contact list that they have now where, you know, people are tapping their debit cards. They, they say you can just swipe your hand past it now in order to pay for whatever you're getting at the store. Mm-hmm. And... It's so ridiculous. Now, right now, they're saying it's voluntary. Yeah, it's 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 going to be voluntary. Uh, they're claiming, which I haven't been able to find verifiable proof. We heard it from someone uh, yesterday. But they're claiming it will be $300 a chip. And not covered by insurance. <laughs> and people are going to say, wow. That's a great idea. Yeah. But then, what did we read last night? What, Elon Musk weirdo? <laughs> no, I love Elon Musk, man. I love that bud. I love him. Well, he is. Elon Musk is a co-founder of a brain implant company, Neuralink. And their goal is to, which they have already done in a monkey... Is a chip that's that, why I said it a fit perfect with you. A chip that goes in your brain where this monkey is actually sitting and playing the video game from back in the day, Pong, telepathically. I think we can get to that. I think it's anything that can help people walk again. Like they're claiming as perfect. Well, he's claiming that the first people that will receive, according to Elon Musk, the first people to receive the brain implant when they do it in humans, which they are planning on starting this year, will be those that are like quadriplegic because the goal is to put this implant in so they can walk again. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is so strange. No, he ain't. He's try. He just put a bid in on uh, Twitter for forty-three billion dollars. Man, that's free speech right there with that boy. But what I worry about is they say it's volunteer now. Mm-hmm. 
But you know it's going to become mandated. Just look what they did with the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, it's, you know, optional. Oh, now all of a sudden it's fucking mandated. Mm -hmm. Do you know how dangerous that is to make it mandated where they put a chip in your body and you can't say, my body, my choice, because that didn't work in COVID. Well, this makes it easier for everybody. Well, wait a second. You motherfuckers can track us, too. That should be a very big concern. Well, that's been questioned for a few years now on tracking devices in humans. You know, so... Like they, a dog. Like a GPS. Right. So parents can keep tabs on their kids. So if you're, you have to put this in and they go to a system of buying and selling where you can only use this, that's insanity. You know, and it's funny that uh, we heard about that yesterday because like a few days before that, I was actually saying something to a customer at work about, because his chip wouldn't work on his card. I'm like, hey, just think one of these days... They're going to have a chip where you could just, like, tap your finger. Well, and what was the response? What was the uh, their reaction to something like that? The customer was like, yeah, hell no, I would never get it. I think uh, the younger ones would be more in tune to get something like that. Well, my, my question is, is how private would it actually be? And do you have to worry if you get that implant... Hey, best way to rob you, take your hand. <laughs> well, that's in a morbid kind of way. But yeah, but seriously. No, seriously, I have to say the tracking would be scary. It, one thing, if you've been watching the news, is these cold case files. Yeah. And how they're catching these people now is... People upload their DNA into, like, an Ancestry.com. And what the cops do, they have access to those DNA profiles. And they look for matches from the crime scene. Now, in this case, it's a good thing because they're able to solve murder cases from decades ago. But do you believe that it should be private when you upload your DNA into the database? Because they do it to find out your ancestry, your ancestry origins, all that shit. Oh, like Ancestry.com? Well, yeah. But they have access to those databases. I don't want people having all kinds of access to all kinds of information of mine. I mean, it's hard enough to keep things off the damn internet. Well, that it is. I mean, there was a... There, you you went in one time, you were messing around on the computer, and you sent me that link. Dude, motherfuckers know everything. Where it had, like, every living address I've ever lived at, every job I've had, all my family, and all, my, all the phone numbers we've had. And so it's bad enough with just that... But now you're talking about banking information? Yeah, this one's specific. The one that they're talking about for in the hand is specifically for banking information. But their goal is to have it where it also, you could, like, attach it to your vehicle so you can unlock your car doors. Or you could turn your lights on in your house. 
you know, I mean, it's that's the kind of stuff they're trying to do, and it's it's insane. Then, then you got Elon Musk with the you know wanting to make people walk again, but his other goal for his chip that's supposed to go in the brain is also to help those that have mental illness like schizophrenia or those that are autistic. But he's doing it in regards to trying to help people with health. Exactly. See, that's the big difference between Elon Musk and this other company. I mean, Elon Musk is trying to help people. Uh Uh-huh. Where this other company is, like, wanting way too much of people's personal information out there. What about younger parents who say, oh, I really like this because I can track my kids? That's pretty fucked up still. Buy a dog. What the hell? But do you think that, especially with the way society is now and how dangerous it is, would that be a good idea to do if you have kids? I wouldn't do it. Hell no, I wouldn't do it, but why do you think other people would? Some parents would, though. I mean, I don't know if it... I mean, are they going to put it in their kids when they're babies? Like, and would it be one of the new things that when you have a kid in the hospital and you are like just gave birth, make sure you put in that GPS locator? Uh, or well, I or, think or technology is going to blow us away in the next thirty years. Or are you going to save it for when your kid becomes a teenager and they're troublemakers? So you want to keep tabs on them and make sure they're staying out of trouble. I really don't think people understand how bad government overreach really is right now. They lie to us like it ain't nothing. They lie to us like they're five-year-olds Yeah. that get in trouble. They do. It's ridiculous. And it's, it's unreal that people don't see this coming. They don't. All they have to do again, again... Is look at the vaccine mandates now. Wait a second, you cocksuckers. You're over here telling us we have to do this, but you go over to the abortion issue. Well, wait a second. Your body, your choice. But wait, what happened here? That's how they divide a country. Well, it seems to me like with all the stuff that people are doing, like the government, then you got, you know, this... GPS tracking, you got this, this, all this new technology that everybody's coming out with is going to make it where pretty much people will no longer have a choice about anything. Or one thing Elon Musk did say is people should get a set income or whatever because robots, androids, whatever are going to be able to do the jobs that humans used to do. And truck drivers really got to worry about Elon Musk's uh, semi coming out where it drives by itself. It's going to make drivers in the next 20 years obsolete. I mean, this man, that man, I mean. He... Well, he just put a $43 billion bid on Twitter. He's going to buy it all. Now, you know, if he has that kind of money, which he does... Hell yeah! Free speech is what I say. So next people are going to say Elon Musk for president? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I would. I'll, I'd vote for him. Anyway. <laughs> so crazy. Who's, who, who puts a... Where sh- do you think we're going to be in 20 years? 
the we already see the implants. Do you think they already do have flying motorcycles? You know, they look like drones, though. Mm. But you think it's going to look like the Jetsons in another 20, 30 years? I hope not, but it wouldn't surprise me. Why do you not hope? I'm hoping in like 30 years I won't be on this world anymore. <laughs> but I think the longe- it's going to push the longevity of the human life with all the new technology. Yeah. It, so why wouldn't you want the technology where it makes life easier? Put the chip away. I'm talking about cars, entertainment. Because you already got the metaverse coming out where you just put on a virtual reality freaking lens. And you to communicate that way. Hell, they're charging big money just for real estate on something that's virtual. It's like, you dumb motherfuckers, you're paying what, $100,000? For a house in virtual reality land and you to buy one that's real, dummy. I think that's the way we're going to start interacting when it comes to technology. I think the technology is going to go so far that nobody's going to know what to do with themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it already is. It's like every time you turn around, it's just getting more and more utterly ridiculous. I think this is part of the Great Reset. That all these power-hungry pricks talk about all the time. We need a reset. Why? So you to make more money, dickhead? Well, that's just like our son that came, when he came in here uh, last night. And he was telling us about that, uh, that, what was it, the meteor thing? Yeah. That's supposed to happen today. Oh, the uh, solar flares. The solar flares, and possibly it'll kill power, it might kill this, it might... Uh, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. The hell? That, that, that's kind of creepy. And this came out of the World Economic Forum in 2020 of June, and it was the Great Reset. That's what it was called. And they were talking about more of a socialist model because capitalism by god they hate that and the united states is the one country oh there's more out there that you can make your future where i wouldn't want to live under socialism or communism with these fuckers telling me what to do all the time it's bad enough, you know, like you said, they they tried controlling everybody and making it where you kind of had no choice to get the COVID vaccine. So then are they going to go and turn and make it where you have no choice but to get these, mo- I mean, because everybody's coming out with different kinds of chips. So now it's a fad. You know, and it's like, so which chip do you get? Do you get the GPS tracker? Do you get the one with your banking info? It's kind of like what I did in the last segment with Harley Davidson, the Sportster. All this technology and you don't even need it. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, people are walking around and it's like nowadays, you know, I see a lot of people that use their cell phone for like that Apple Pay and all that. Yeah, Apple Pay, Google Pay. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah. And I can't complain because I use PayPal all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, you use you use apps, but it's like, I don't like the idea about being able to, like, tap my phone in order to pay for something because 
What if somebody steals your phone? That's where security, you know what, that's a good point. Good point. That's where the security And that's one of, of the reasons why. Me, I, I only use a laptop when it comes to that. I don't have, like, any of my banking account apps on my phone. Well, you're not supposed to. Because it's, like, my biggest fear is that somebody actually would, you know, I'd lose my phone. And then next thing you know, it, all my accounts are, like, cleared out. Well, look at where you work. Yeah. Weren't they going around uh, doing something to the gas pumps where they grabbed the card number? Of- They're called skimmers, and they actually attach it to... People go around and attach these things to the credit card mm-hmm. slots. So we literally have to physically go outside to our pumps at least once or twice a day and grab onto the slot where you put your credit card in and pull on it. Because... If you do that, this skimmer actually pops off. And this is something many people, they've heard it with ATMs, but not gas pumps. Because with these skimmers, they're getting all your credit card information because you're paying at the pump with your card. See, this is one of the reasons, and I work at a gas station. I will never pay at the pump for my gas. I've noticed that. I always go inside. I'll either, if if the gas station allows you to pump before you pay, I'll do that. If not, I will go inside and just give a, yeah, $30 on pump too, you know. Because if you don't pump all the, you know, if you don't pump at all, it actually goes back to your card. So, mm-hmm. and the other thing that people don't realize is if you are going to pay at the pump with a card. Never, ever, ever run your debit card as a debit at the pump. No. To where you have to put in your pen. No. And I know this for 100% fact, because if you run your card as a debit and have to put your pen in at the pump, every company has a specific amount of money that they hold in your account. Our company holds $75 on top of what you're paying. Mm-hmm. Do you get that $75 back? Yes, you do, but it could take 24 hours. The reason why they do that is because they want to make sure that the money clears your account. So if you're putting in 25 bucks in gas, well, you're going to automatically see $100 missing from your account. Because the 25 you put in your pump, in your gas tank, and then the 75 that our company holds. So your company does that? All gas companies, all gas stations do it. There are gas stations out there that will hold as high as $150. Wow. Every company does it, and I found this out from all the, the two different district managers, and one of them, the one that we had before the one we have now, was the owner of our gas, owner of the gas station's daughter. And she did verify 110% that all gas stations hold money. Well, I kind of can't, I can't, I can't blame them. So, the reason being is because some of these people don't know how to handle a checkbook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll put in, you know, $25 in gas. Next thing you know, they overrun their account in the, Business is screwed. And we notice on the inside that if you're running your card as a debit, and let's say you want to put $25 in, 
we will get an error message if you don't have at least $100 in your bank account to, to use your debit card mm-hmm. at the pump. It'll say insufficient funds. Well, I think that comes with personal responsibility. So then... People, how many times you know people that play Russian roulette with their checking account? I am not going to lie. You used to do it. I used to do it with my checking account. That is why right now I don't have any checks. And everybody wonders why I don't have an account with her. <laughs> and this this was when our daughter was before our daughter turned two years old. I actually would go to the grocery store. I would write a check to get money. And I knew it would take a couple days before it cleared. And I knew I'd be getting paid in a couple days. So then I knew it would get covered. But I just didn't have it at the time. But now it's instantaneous. Well, now you can't do that. If you ain't got it, you ain't getting it. And most places aren't even taking checks anymore. No, we. I don't know why we do though. I I don't need. Like I said, I use PayPal. We take checks, but we run them right away. And if it gets declined, you better figure out a way. That's to pay way. For well, that's through got. check system and stuff. Well, our machine. Yeah, our so machine. So can you can you us. blame? Mer- How can I say this? Do you blame the people that can't handle their finances for the situation they're in? No, I blame I blame the world. Why would you think it's somebody else's fault for something you're doing? Well, okay, yeah, I do kind of blame them, though. <laughs> because if you don't know how to take care of your own money, then... Because that's all we hear. Well, the poor and the rich, there's the big gap. Well, maybe if we step back and look at it, the rich, you know, minus the inheritance crap. But the rich who came from a position where they had no money and built themselves up, they knew how to handle their finances. So you can't blame them for getting to where they are. Because that's the opportunity you have in America anyway. You can make your future. So when you see people that are complaining or, you know, in the old days playing Russian roulette or stuff like that. And they come back and say, well, I don't like rich people. Okay, why? Well, they got all this money and all the... Well, you can do the same thing. If you invest it, right? Not e- And some of that you got to blame schools because how many classes did you have in high school that taught you about stocks and bonds? None. Zero. Absolutely nothing. The only thing I had a consumer ed class, the only thing that they taught us as far as money is they taught you how to do your own taxes. How to write a check. How to, like, write, how to okay. write a check and how to balance a checkbook. Right. That is pretty much all we learned when it came to finances in the consumer ed class that I had in high school. It's like the rest of the stuff, you know, I mm. learned I learned bits and pieces of stuff. Like, I learned about 401k from, like, my dad. Mm. But it wasn't in a school setting. So, instead of trying to teach uh, kindergarten through second grade about trans and all that shit... Maybe you should rethink your education 
for financial type of stuff. Tell, you know, try to teach these kids the very basics of the economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you teach them how to write checks, but that only goes so far, and that's outdated shit. They don't even do cursive anymore. No. We're lucky half the kids know how to write their... Uh, their sign- name. Their, sign their signature right. in cursive. So they should come up with a program not only to push these kids in the fucking college, but the trades. They need to teach people how to invest their money, how to do stocks, how to do bonds, how to, um, I don't know, how... How to be res- financially responsible. Exactly, how to be financially responsible because then, you know, when they get into this working world, because, I mean, if y'all are going to teach them about resumes and you're going to all teach them about how to do interviews and because I know our son had a class where they were taught how to write resumes and how to do mock interviews for, like, your first job. Well, why don't you tell them what to do with that paycheck that they get? You know. They don't even teach them about the basics about a credit score. No. They no. don't even teach them that. Mm-mm. And that's sad right there. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes back to the government. The government doesn't want smart citizens. They don't want it. Hell, it's the dummies that are going to get these implants you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like as far as your credit score, it's like I didn't know much about that either until I got much older. Right. You know, like now I, I like check my credit score like every couple of weeks and see what's on there and stuff. But now there's like all this talk about and I don't know, I, I, I can't verify if any of this is really going to happen until it actually happens. Like they're saying medical bills that you have in your credit report are going to be dropping off within this year or next year. So it, you will no longer have medical. Then they're talking about education. You know, if you've got education that you owe, that some of that's going to start dropping off. That with medical bills, if it's under a specific dollar amount, it will not be reported to the credit bureau. <laughs> well, so, Jay just put in there, and what do you think about this quote? Eyes are useless when the mind is blind. Eyes are useless when the mind is blind. Knowledge is power. Exactly. And, I mean, that's what I get from it. I get the fact that knowledge is power, and if you don't have the knowledge, then you're not going to have the power to to survive. And let's face it, power is everything, and you got a lot of educated folks out there that are multimillionaires, billionaires like Elon Musk, that instead of screwing around... They went and educated themselves, and now they're where they're at. Well, and it's like, if you have knowledge, you have power, which means you don't have to have all the money in the world to have power. Well, this is true, too. <laughs> you it's don't. a flip side, but you got to keep an open mind to better yourself. You can't sit there blaming everybody. No. I mean, you are the one that's in control of your destiny. You are the one that is in control of where you go financially. Yes, we have issues with like COVID and people lost jobs and this and that. I get that. But those there are people out there that 
since COVID have still chosen not to go back into the workforce. Right. But guess what? That's what they chose to do. So they are the ones choosing not to go back to work. So it's kind of, um, I don't know, not, I, not the world's I fault personally that they don't have the money. That the poor, low-educated, if the government came to them and said, we're going to give you $500, but you got to get this implant. Mm. I think they do it in a heartbeat, don't you? Well, there's companies because I know a few people that are customers at my that are customers at my work that their company paid them to get vaccinated. Well, well, you know that. So but I'm talking about like, implants. Well, but- yeah, that's what I'm I'm getting at. It's like it. The only reason why about five people that I know that come into my work, the only reason why they got vaccinated is because they got paid. By their company to get vaccinated. Okay. So if their company offers, you know, like, hey, here's an easy way for... To get your paycheck. To get your paycheck, get this chip implant, and you'll get it two days before everybody else. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's all they got to do. Bribe them with money and... And they'll take it, even though the people don't sit down and say, okay, here's the risk of something like this. My whole privacy is gone. Mm-hmm. All my information is out there for whoever can hack that stuff. And, you know, there's going to be hackers. Well, and eventually they said that the the chips are going to not just have, you know, like how the one we were talking about with like your, you know, debit card, you know, and you can swipe your hand, whatever. They want to have like your social security on there, your, you know, your social security information. Your health records. Your health records. They eventually want to have it where... Anything that you're looking up on your computer, like every bank card you have, every, you know, credit card, all that information, they want you to have all that information in a chip. And like, you know, Jay just said uh, the WEF global uh, shapers are a real thing. Uh, World Economic uh, Forum infiltrated our countries like a cancer. Uh, (laughs) When people were talking about the Illuminati and all these secret organizations, you got that one, uh, the Bohemian uh, Resort or something like that, where all these power players get together, and they're the ones that shape the world, but then their media cohorts, they say, oh, it's just a conspiracy theory, it doesn't exist, there isn't one of these well, there's no better time than now to see just exactly what they're about. Because if you look at the different media networks, you got Jeff Bezos that owns Washington uh, Time, or no, the Washington Post. It's like his own private fucking uh, soapbox. Took away from a great paper, but since he's a trillionaire, that's how he controls people is through that media, and they do it. But there's a good note on that. CNN Plus just came out with their new program. It's like $3.99 a month. And they only got 10,000 subscribers. (laughs) 10,000 active users on their platform each day. And I sat back and said, Damn, I kicked their ass. Other creators kick their ass. Mm-hmm. 
that's just going to show you that people are waking up and they're starting to say, enough's enough of this bullshit. We're tired of being lied to. You're supposed to be unbiased. You're supposed to be news. But you're pushing an agenda. And it's all these multi-millionaires and billionaires that own the media companies. Mm-hmm. Journalism is dead. But you guarantee Jeff Bezos to be the first one to say, well, this is the good thing about getting the implants. Look at how many people are going to be helped by it. Fuck you while you're tracking the shit out of us. Uh-uh, fuck that. No thanks. We'll be right back after this music break. We got some Merson falling up.
censorship no pc only biker fun and entertainment it's hardcore again go over to roco tv and add the insane throttle tv app now rock on i often am a real prick in my skits to women and it is skits but on april 23rd it's a saturday I'm going to have a special guest on, and we're going to be talking about a very serious subject. One that I wish that I lived closer, and I would have broke somebody's fucking legs, but it has to deal with what women deal with in the workplace. Women go through hell in the workplace they face all kinds of obstacles they don't get paid as we do they get harassed they get sexual harassment just wanting to do their job to go home I think it's a very serious subject that needs to be talked about I think it needs real attention Because it could happen to somebody that you know. It could happen to your mother, your sister, your daughters. 
you guys really do face a lot of shit at the workplace that a man doesn't. Yeah. We get... Women get sexually harassed. The men get away with it. We get... I don't know. To who? To those people that actually say, well, you're just making it bigger than it really is. Yeah. Stick it where the sun don't shine and eat a bag of dicks because people... When, when you're in the workplace, your biggest goal is keeping your job. You want to do your job and you want to go home. That is what people want to do. Go to work, do your job, and go home. You don't want to go to work and get sexually harassed. You don't want to go to work and feel like you're... You can't stand up for yourself because you're afraid you're going to lose your job. Mm -hmm. And I think women have that fear way more than men. Right. And, you know, it's like... Like, I I don't want to go to work and feel like a man... I mean, I got it lucky. I have all women, but... You know what? That actually makes me uh, feel better because you only got one man and he's cool. Yeah. But does the workplace environment different when it's all women? Yeah, you have more drama. Well, when it's all women, yeah, it's more drama. Feel like you're back in high school. But the monotony's broke up because we do have the one guy that works there. So we have a little less drama. (laughs) Right. Because we're like, we don't want to drag him into anybody's shit. But... I have worked in businesses where it's, you know, I'm the only female. Uh, I I ran your auto shop where I was the only female. You know, and it's like, the guys there were great, don't get me wrong. But it's like, okay, am I going to go into work? Who's grabbing my ass today? Who's, you know, (laughs) it's like, you don't know. And women's, their asses are grabbed all the time. Yeah. By the employees, by the freaking customers. Oh, yeah. Everybody. A hundred percent. It's like, you know, there's specific customers at my work that are touchy-feely. And we know. So it's like we know when these specific customers come in, we stand behind the register and we don't go out on the floor and do stuff out on the floor. Because we know they're going to either put their arm around you and you don't want it. They're going to grab your ass. Uh, they're going to brush up against you you know so it's like there's customers that come in that we avoid by staying behind the register and what does management do they won't ban them no they won't ban them even though they touch you Mm -mm. no they don't do shit they don't do shit absolutely nothing and this happens at places all over the place yeah men can touch a woman hell even be violent towards a woman. And get away with it. And still have their fucking job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like... But yeah, but yet, if we were to do it, we'd get fired. If you fought back. Yeah. I mean, it's like... You know, I, I had a customer, which... Um, they always blamed on his car accident and... That he was a little slow, and he was one of the customers that was an ass grabber. Mm-hmm. So I and this was the first time I had to deal with it, and I was out on the floor, you know, doing what you know, cleaning something or doing whatever, 
And he walked up behind me and grabbed my ass. Well, my first instinct was to turn around and throat punch his ass. Right. As you should. Because it was an advance that I wasn't wanting from that person. But I was at work. I was on the clock. So I did nothing. And why? Because I was working with my boss. And the only thing I was told was... Next time he comes in, just make sure you're behind the counter. No, there because, shouldn't have been that. Because should have called Hollywood, but go because, ahead. Because you know he's had issues, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about his issues. I shouldn't have to treat him any differently than I would treat somebody that hasn't been in a car accident. I mean, it's like, what would woman expect for their significant other to do if they have a situation like this if it ain't going to be handled right at their work? Go whoop some fucking ass. Seriously, I mean, if it was, if I mean, in my situation, I'd be like, all right, motherfucker, you come in next time, somebody's gonna be here waiting for your ass, <laughs> and then I'd be looking at you going, don't do it here, <laughs> just follow him. <laughs> but it's like, uh, I, would, I don't understand why some men won't do something like that, I don't. I couldn't sit by for because something there, like that. Because there's a lot of men, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to man bash here. I'm not. But there's a Why lot. Why I woman bash? I mean, there's a lot of men out there who are like, well, she's a strong, independent woman. She could take care of herself. No, that's bullshit. Now, see, there are situations where I have actually told Hollywood, don't worry, I got this. I can handle it. It's not a big deal. You know, and then he's like, yeah, I'm not still not going to deal. No. <laughs> but it's like and he knows I'm 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 as independent as I feel I can be and but it's like women still need that protector they still, there. They still need somebody to have their back. And if your own company isn't going to have your back, then you need to have somebody out there that will. Mhm. You know, and it's like, yeah, I get it. I get where people are coming from. You know, it's like I wanted to throat punch him, but at the same time, I'm going to get, you know, possibly fired for hitting a customer because, you know, they say customers are always right, which, sorry, they're not. But <laughs> Well, what I hate is when something happens in the workplace and other women see it and do nothing. Yeah, they just stand there. They stand there and watch. Mm -hmm. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, it's like my boss just stood there and watched as it happened. You know, she just stood there and watched. And then when the customer left, she's like, yeah, next time we all just usually stay behind the counter when he comes in. And I'm like, well, and you couldn't say nothing like when he came in and you saw him come in and I didn't see him come in. You couldn't have been like, hey, and called my name and had me come back behind the counter, like act like you had to tell me something. Mm hmm. Is it the times we're living in where men are too afraid? And I'm not being a dick here. I'm being serious. Where it's a different personality where they say, well, this is wrong. I don't, it's wrong that they, this dude did this yeah. or is doing this. Yeah. Or is it where you come from? What? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Somebody's fucking with your woman. Grab a fucking baseball bat. 
if you can't fucking fist fight. Grab a crowbar. Take some knees out. But don't let them fuck with your woman. That's worth the, uh, the assault and battery, but I think that's what people are scared of. It's not the act, but going to jail. Exactly. Nobody wants to get the repercussions from standing for standing up for someone at a place of business. But it what but the part that kills me is people that witness it, they witness what's going on and they don't even have your back as far as what they saw. Mm-hmm. They all of a sudden they saw nothing. And that happens that's what uh, I can't understand it with the women. I thought you guys would have each other's back. But see, that's just it. Even women in a workplace have people's have each other's backs to a point. But they don't want to get involved because then they're afraid they're going to lose their job for defending this other female. So it all has to do with saving the job. It's all. It all has to do with saving your own ass. Because I know a lot of people, they bitch because sexual harassment used to be a real big thing. Still is today. Just not talked about as much. But it used to be talked about all the time and you would have guys come out and say, Oh, they're just fucking complaining again. Mm -hmm. Where that really ain't the case. No. Women go through some hardcore shit. Oh yeah, 100%. And not to be there and not to support them. It's something I can't fathom as a man. And I get it. There, I'm sure there's men that have supervisors or bosses that are female, and they might go through the same thing. But it's easier for a man to turn around and say, you know what, step the fuck off. Exactly. Where I do it to women all the time. Where and you've been there and seen that. Yeah. It's like, back the fuck off. But I'm different. <laughs> yeah, but that's in a social environment. That's not in a work environment. Mm-hmm. A work environment is totally a different scenario than being. How out is at, that though? Being it, out at like a bar. A lot of men would because be like, "Oh, that's great. The boss is hitting me. I'm going to be fucking the boss." When it's not, it's not cool. When you go out into a social social environment, like you're all going, like everybody's out at a bar. It's like if I was harassed at the bar. I would totally stand up for myself at a bar, so I get kicked out of the bar. Who cares? I got six more to choose from. Mm-hmm. But it's like, big deal. Nobody's going to do that to me when I'm out in public. But if it happened to me at work, I'm going to be like, all right, do I do something? Because I'll be the one that gets the repercussions and not the person that did the act. Even though they're touching you. Exactly. And in my place of business, it's on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's like, they'll still... Why didn't you go and say, look at the camera and look what this fucker did? Well, see, you don't think of those things until after the fact, though. That's, I mean, even after that customer left, and I was told, blah, 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 you know, just come behind the counter. And I, 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 I it didn't surprised even, you. It's like, well, because I didn't see it coming, you know? And, and then to hear her response, I, that's not the response I expected to hear. So it wasn't until after I went home that day where I was like, what the fuck? That shit was on fucking camera. I'm like, I would have been backed by camera, but then maybe they would have still taken his word over mine. 
Let me explain my viewpoint on women sexually harassing a man at work. And how men think it's so fucking cool. The issue I have with that is you... And I'm not trying to be a fucking, you know, chauvinist pig here. But you're giving that woman more power over you. That's why I never understood these co-ed motorcycle clubs. Because if you have a prospect that's a male and a female that's already patched or is an officer, which it shouldn't work like that in the MC world, but I'll never get used to that. She has the power to keep on telling you what to do and treat you like a bitch. Same thing if you're fucking her. She still has that power because it's at a job. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to a woman with a male sexually harassing her, they want the power. Now they got double, but with benefits. Mm-hmm. So women have to deal with these power trips every single day they go in if they're in a hostile work environment. Well, and there's those, there are situations too where whether your boss is a female or your boss is a male, where they can use their authority... And their statue at that job to, hey, if you don't do this, you can lose your job. Yeah, like a boss saying, hey, get on your knees or you're done. Pretty much. And that's, I've heard stories like that. Exactly. It's And it's know. more, uh, I don't know, is it more in a corporate office environment that that happens? Or I would have to argue... It's more with low-level employees because they need the money more and they're less educated to what you need to do in that case of what's going on. Where if you're in a corporate environment, you kind of got college-educated type of people and some of them know what to do. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with it's called save your own ass. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck what happens and what the outcome is? But you got to do what you got to do to back yourself and back yourself as a person, and not get disrespected. Whether just because you got a taco, don't mean you allow somebody to disrespect you. No. And I get it. A lot of people don't want to take risks as far as defending themselves at a job because, you know, that's your job. What if you don't have a backup? You know, mm-hmm. you know, with the way the world is right now, you need and, that and job. how expensive everything is. <clears throat> you got to be able to have the money to do what you got to do to pay your bills and everything. So it's like, and everybody's, oh well, jobs are easy to come by. Well, no, they're not. No, they're not. It depends on where you live. You know, they're not as easy. Well, you could just go to Walmart. Well, technically, they're always hiring only part time. People need full time jobs. Right. So it's like majority of the companies are only doing part time. So it's like you don't want to risk losing a full time job and end up having to go get two part time jobs to cover the income because you defended yourself to some fucking sleaze mm-hmm. at your place of business. So it's like, well, I do it's cringe. Like, it, it, it's like you, you don't know which way to go. I do cringe when they always say, well, there's a ton of jobs out there. Well, wait a second. If you're in a rural area, there ain't manufacturing. There ain't that much uh, around you. 
no, the jobs are limited. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to the city like Chicago, New York, yeah, you can get a job, anything you want. But they're blanketing everybody that, hey, there's jobs out there. Well, no, that's not, that's not the case. And because of that, people, uh, women are forced to deal with this kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And we shouldn't have to be. Damn right. Women should be able to go to work and feel comfortable at their place of business and not have to worry about being physically assaulted or sexually assaulted or, I mean, any of it. Mm. You should be able to stand up for yourself and defend yourself and not worry about losing your job because somebody else did something to you. And men, if you don't defend your significant other, I'd lose respect for you in a fucking heartbeat. Mm-hmm. In a fucking heartbeat. One of the things that men are responsible for in this world is, to, and that's why it says it during the vows during a wedding, you're there to be a woman's protector. And if you're not a woman's protector, you're a punk and you're a bitch i'm sorry that's how i feel if you know you feel like you got to call the cops well try that way where other guys are going to try something different but the outcome should be they never touch her again they never say anything to her again that's the end result that's kind of like uh, when we first got together, you had that court case going on. Yeah. Yeah. I walked right up to that motherfucker because that was the first time I met him because you were already in court on this. Yeah. It, and it, he never bugged you again. And if you all have no clue what we're talking about, I was dating somebody that was f- physically abusive and I got rid of him, and then he kept stalking me and kept being physically abusive, even though we were no longer together. So I had him arrested, got an order of protection, and then I met Hollywood, and the court date happened to be coming up, and him and a few friends came with me to court so I wouldn't go by myself. And allegedly, he told Hollywood told my ex... Meet you on the streets, bitch. Never heard from him again. No, no. Never heard from him again. Mm -mm. That's what a man is supposed to do. Now, you don't have to be a street guy. You don't have to be a tough guy. But you do got to do something to stand up for your old lady or your daughters or your mother. You got to do something. Just don't let it happen. And and in my opinion, if you see something like that happening in a place of business, step and, the fuck up. And you see some man assaulting or touching or whatever someone that I mean even if you don't work there, if you come in as a customer, don't don't do like these kids nowadays and start video recording it. I mean, if you're present, Defend that woman. Stand up for them. 
take them motherfuckers outside and bust them in the mouth. They won't do it again. Exactly. Put them in their place. Anyway, we ran out of time for Cards Against Humanity. That special guest will be coming on uh, 23rd. And we're going to get the word out on women's safety and harassment, all that good stuff. Anyway, guys, you have a good one. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Rock on. The replays are on all the major podcast platforms. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.